stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. South Pasadena, California, where it's a little rainy out of nowhere. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. Did you get scared by the thunder? No, I heard like one thunder, and then I was like, oh, I've heard of thunder before. I'm an adult. All right. That's the show. <laughs> Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, well... It was always going to be the wild card, according to one Clintifer. You can't listen to me sometimes, you especially know, when I'm going to be right. I'm an internal optimist. You know this about me. Did you say internal optimist? In- internal, external optimist. It's eternal. Eternal. We e- have how many days to, to relax and to catch our breath and to just think in our... You know, the darkest thoughts that I have are when nothing's happening. Yeah. So... Do we really get to breathe and relax over the next two days before the wildness ensues? This is the one time we can breathe and we will breathe momentarily. We're going to also take a moment to be angry because I feel like there's, after this season, despite the fact the team won 106 games, there are enough reasons for fans who lived it day in, day out to be angry. So let's be angry. Might as well just have some fun with it. Uh, Rest in peace, boys. We will honor our fallen legends. Clayton Kershaw and uh, Max Muncy. We'll get into that a little bit later. Wild speculation. Why not? We're going to play doctor. <laughs> huh? Uh, we're going to play doctor, if you know what I mean, about uh, about Max. Let's see. You know, there's no update on uh, how bad all of his stuff is. Uh, Dave made it seem bad, but he also seemed like he didn't want to give any updates. So maybe there's, you know, more. Maybe there's something. Maybe there's uh, not as bad. So we're going to play Dr. Wild Speculation with uh, Max Muncie, free Matt Beatty. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff. Um, we're also going to do our best to find some reasons to be positive in this upcoming wild card game, which we are going to preview. And I do believe that, you know, there are reasons to be positive. So, um, yeah, you know. Before we get into the show, we got to remind you this is a podcast. So uh, if you're not here watching with us live, you can listen to us after the fact. We are we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Pandora, Player FM, everywhere your podcasts are available. Free Amazon Music. We live there. You can go listen to us. Go do it. It's fun. Subscribe. Leave a review. Rate us with all of the stars. Give us stars. Give us famous stars. We're also on uh, YouTube, which is the best way of watching, uh, to watch this show and to participate in it live. So hit that subscribe button, hit that notification button, and we'll pop right up in your box. We'll be all up in that box. Don't forget, guys, this is a live show. We are here. We're getting ready for the wild card series, the one-game series, the wild card game, not a series. Not well, a series. Glad that we don't have that. But we are live. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know where you're at, what you're doing. To do that, you can't be on Twitter anymore, so I'm sorry about that. If you're on Twitter, you know, I'm glad to see you. Well. I can't see you. Well, we can never see them. We can see names. See comments. In case you didn't know, uh, and things are a little weird still. Periscope is dead. Twitter, you can still Twitter. You can can still watch us on Twitter, but if you want to uh, participate in the comments, the best spot uh, to do that is on on YouTube. Apparently, Facebook is, is alive. 
Um, and and the comments are there. We were very unsure whether or not the comments were going to come through, but we are able to see them. So just in time. How did you survive the day without Instagram oh, and Facebook? So Wasn't it? Was it a great day. So was... stress-free. I didn't have to look at anything. I didn't have to care about other people's lives for a second. I never care about anybody else's lives, by the way. But jumping into those comments real quick, because they are on here. Mr. Brian Hatfield over on Facebook. The first Facebook member jumping in says, Oi, Brian, good to see you as always. Anthony Keen coming in from YouTube says, Yo, happy Monday, my dudes. Anthony, good to see you. Leslie, check in on Facebook says Wildcard Boys. That's that could be our nickname for the next couple of days. The Wildcard Boys. Wildcard baby. Swag Daddy McGee says I missed you, Cucks. And that's oh, perfect. we love you. We love that. We love Thank you, you so much, Daddy McGee. Uh, let's see, Josh, get in the stream. Josh, get. Uh, I met at the uh, the ballpark place. Uh, back from a trip to Puerto Vallarta. Just, made it just uh, back just in time for the podcast. So if you planned around that, I'm sorry. You could have done something better with your time. But uh, appreciate you hanging out with us as always. Dave Luna on YouTube accuses me of killing Max Muncie. How did I do that? What did I do wrong? I mean, You've I know done a lot was, of things wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. I was down on Max at one point, I think, because you, you know, I I tend to do that. Bend over on YouTube. Saw Good that. name, solid. Yeah. yeah, he said Brooks wearing a blue hat. I've been wearing a blue hat lately. It's uh not my. I don't like it. Yeah, well, the thing is, we no, wear a lot like of it. blue shirts because yeah, our, yeah. a lot of our merch is blue. Yeah, can't wear a blue hat with a blue shirt. Thus, no blue hat. Usually, I wear a lot of the black. You could hat do blue and blue. Who, who the f right are there. you trying to impress? The black hat's right there. It's Wait, you left it up in here? Yeah, it's up there. I had to change this one out, and I was like, I can't leave the hat rack empty. Oh, so black. Wait, where's your uh, where's your nasty ass hat though? Oh, that one's at home. That one's on the wall of shame. <laughs> That's that, where it goes. Yeah, are you gonna frame it like uh, Kershaw did with his glove he wore from put in a case for retiring from 08 after ten to, years to twenty twenty? Yeah, friend of show Roach case. checking on YouTube says hello boys. I've brought my thoughts. T H O T S. Thank you for bringing those thoughts up in here. Robin Ford on Facebook is tired of poor management, like at your job or Just in uh, life. We're obviously <laughs> we're talking about Dave Dave Roberts. I mean. I get it. It's also hard to manage or to say poor management when the team is on a seven-game winning streak. When they've won like, oh, I don't know. I have the numbers coming up a little bit in the show, but they've won what eighteen of twenty-one, twenty-two and seven in September and October combined. It's hard to say that he's managed poorly, but there's some things we could look back on earlier in the season. We plan on doing that in a little bit, but you know. You know, the comments are going off. We want to get into the comments Eric's a little bit. checking in from Hawaii. Eric Dilly over on YouTube checking in from Hawaii. Oh. That's cool. It's like a different time there. It's a teeny tiny Friday <laughs> teeny, there. Teeny tiny Friday. <laughs> I think Coach Rivers is finally out of work in time to watch one of these lives. Thank you for hanging out with us, Coach. Uh, appreciate you as always. Matthew Smith, LFG. Win for Max is Nick Ramos. Uh, Joe says this is going to be epic. Are you excited about this wild card? Um, no. <laughs> well, that was my retort to you. I would prefer to be in the division series by now, but you know, it is what it is. I don't like the idea of a 106-win team being eliminated in one game. It's very stupid. Ooh, we'll talk about that. We Doug, will talk about that. Doug, Doug put out a good video, I think, today or yesterday. I forget when it is, when it was, but it's on uh, It's on our YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, the latest, one of the latest Dodgers dugout shows. Doug? Yeah, Doug's hanging out at the... Uh, I think he's a friend of Derek Carr's. He's at the, the game today. The... Uh, the Raiders game. I don't think he's like a guest of his, but no, no, you know no. we can call him that. Baca YouTube says at least we don't have Jace Tingler. Did you get officially fired yet? I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Yet. There was no Instagram. How <laughs> would one know? Right. Speaking of that, Ricky Bobby Trujillo says, "What time was the Padres game?" <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Big fan. Who to them Padres? <laughs> Papo Davy says, "Does anyone have an update on Max Muncie?" No, but we're going to speculate wildly in a little bit. Um, I guess we should dig into the show. Um, I did schedule in here in our run of show mm-hmm. the one moment we're really going to have and i hope the one moment we're going to have for a good little while to kind of breathe so like no seriously 
Just take a minute. Everybody just... I don't, know how to, I don't know how to breathe. This is, this is it. Because for the next few months, mm-hmm. it's going to be hopefully a deep postseason run. And then it's going to be, is there going to be a 2022 MLB season? <laughs> and how bad are the, the, is the cat fight between Manfred and, and the league and the Players Association going to get? It's going to be rough. So right now... This is that uh, that calm before the storm that we heard earlier, and apparently was enough a little bit of lightning to stop the game. At this SoFi. could be this could be our last month of baseball until like July of next year. Oh god, I can't potentially. Do that again. I don't want to put that bad juju out in the universe, but uh, my god, I don't ever see anything going well with MLB. So. Are we gonna be like a, are we gonna be like John Boy and start a blitzball series? Yeah, yeah. We'll get a bigger office, so maybe we can start just like throwing throwing <laughs> stuff at each other. You guys want to see a a fat dude? No. Weird scrawny redneck. Is that me? <laughs> Play softball. You guys pick which one is which. And winner, winner, wild card dinner, though. The positive stuff uh, first. Again, we finished the season on a winning streak. Seven game winning streak, 18 of 21, 22 and 7 in September and October. Offense scored 50 runs over the last seven games, 45 in the last five. Um, kids. Cover your ears because this needs to be said for this this perp, this portion of it. Uh-huh. Trey fucking Turner, mm-hmm. God, that kid has been insane of late. Just dropping a couple of of uh, grand salamis, right? Um, player of the week, and <laughs> he was the throw in in the trade in a way. You know, where would this team be without Trey Turner? Have you looked at the record since Trey Turner came back from the Rona and the Nationals and all that? Like. Well, you also remember the first like two weeks that he was a part of the team. He was the only offense. Yeah. When they all fa- they just like stalled out for a while. They were mm-hmm. just dead. They were like, Trey Turner's here. We're going to let him carry us for a little bit. And he did. He carried him for a couple weeks and continues to carry them throughout this season. The dude needs to hit in the postseason for the Dodgers to be successful at this point because, I mean, there's a lot of question marks in the lineup. There's a lot of things going on. Obviously, there's injuries. There's bats that have gone dead cold. Corey mm-hmm. Seager, another dude who's just flat out come to life. Rake. But Trey Turner, man. I mean, you know, you're talking about MVP votes. I just don't know how he's not even been in that conversation, really, because he hasn't. Yeah. You mean you t- you, t- you look across the league at who's in the conversation? Obviously, Nando's going to get all the votes and is going to get all the attention and praise, and that's fine and dandy. But when your team is uh, let's, uh did in they the finish other, under five hundred, they under they finished seventy nine. Can you imagine 80, that? Or 82, 83. That's a rough. team with that much talent. Oh, we're not going to get too much into that. A team yeah. with that much talent finishing under five hundred, let alone missing the playoffs. My goodness, what a disappointment! Fire that guy. Fire yeah. all of them. <laughs> We only talk about teams in the postseason now, so that's just the way it'd be. I would rather talk about the Astros over that San Diego team because you know at least they're uh, they're in the postseason, they're relevant. Um, The Dodgers finished their their uh, year at Dodger Stadium, fifty eight and twenty three at home. That's pretty damn good. And they play the Cards. This is the details you need to know. Play the Cardinals at home on Wednesday in a one game sudden death situation, which again really does. I don't know if it's Souk the Big Tuna. It's just, it's not it's not right. Baseball, you need to fix your playoff system because you shouldn't have a 106-win team possibly out in one game. It's dumb. Very dumb. I don't like it. I think there's a lot of people who would be against it. Obviously, if your team's in it, you're always going to complain about it somehow. But, I mean, when you're looking at teams that just barely snuck their way into the playoffs via the wild card, I mean, you're looking at the Cardinals. They had, you know finished with a good record, finished with 90 wins is what uh-huh. they finished at. Uh-huh. Not a bad record. Not nothing to scoff at. But, I mean, you got beat in your division. We also got beat in our division, but we're also the one of the top teams in baseball. So, it's tough. It's tough to think about the fact that, a, you know, 
a team that good could have their season over just in one bad night. Teams have bad nights. That's why yeah. there's entire playoff series. That's why there's five game series and seven game series. Do they want to know who's the best of the best, not the best of the best for that one day? And that's what sucks. That's my gripe. You got a team, 106 wins, going up against a team with 90 wins. And usually, yeah, that would be the case. You would have a division winner going up against a wild card team. It used to be the case. They changed things about a decade ago. Now, you have both of those teams playing for the same exact cup of marbles, whatever that means. Cardinals, uh, of course, they won 17 games in a row. Everybody was all hard for the Cardinals. But they did drop three of their last five, which makes you feel a little bit more tingly on the inside. A little bit. A little bit. Just just a just a kind friction, of a fraction of a hair. Wayno against Max Scherzer. So you got Adam Wainwright, Max Scherzer, the AARP showdown of the elder statesman in baseball, forty against thirty seven. That's gonna be fun. And you're gonna hear a whole lot about it. And you're gonna hear a whole lot about the shadows at a five o'clock game at Dodger Stadium. On the TBS broadcast is where uh, you can watch that baseball sports match. Um, I'm excited about it. Are we gonna do? Uh, are we gonna do post game or pre game shows all, all post all off season or post season? All off season, we're gonna well, do pre game I mean, shows. <laughs> yeah, well, I will happily do them all off season because there's all no pre games. Uh, yeah, what do you think? Are we gonna do that? Like at least all of them? We probably should. Yeah, I think that's what we agreed on. Isn't that why you got a new hat up? Yeah, yeah, blue Just hat specifically for specifically. the games. Yeah. Finally, got a damn World Series hat on. Which now that we've agreed to it, we get eliminated on Wednesday. Just because we committed to being better people and entertaining the people who want to hear from us, which are approximately two hundred <laughs> of you, give or so, on a daily night. Uh, Doug will be doing uh, the post game as well. Every game, uh, he like I said, somebody I saw a few people asking where where Doug is at, and we don't know. I invited him tonight, but he's going to be at the game, or he's at the the foosball match. Um, the thing that really sucks a load of butts for us mm. is our, pl- our softball playoffs are on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. uh, we got a new TV in here, so I could bring the other TV that I have uh, to the game. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I might just park my car in the damn baseball in field. The field. Yeah, <laughs> right in the middle. Let's At go. But um, yeah, hopefully uh, we all win a whole bunch of ball games on Wednesday. Um, get a few into the comments here. Marco's asking. So mo- no Muncie news is good news. Uh, I don't know. What, what's, where's your spin on that? I mean, we wouldn't There's have no heard Kershaw anything today. either. Yeah, <laughs> Kershaw was was uh, supposed to have test today. Test today. Um, so I think tomorrow that we will probably know that Clayton Kershaw is destined for yeah something. Don't want to put anything out of the universe, but uh, look. I saw a lot of people saying that it seemed precautionary that they took Muncie out. No one stays down that long no. <laughs> in that kind of pain, holding their arm as they come out of the game. Uh, and then add on to the fact that Doc just didn't seem overly excited about it. So mm-hmm. in terms of no update being a good uh, good news, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think that's optimism, and I'm, I love you for that and I appreciate you for that. But, man, if you watch the slow-mo replay of that, play developing it looks real painful as they've noted or a few people have noted i mean max is was a football player growing up dude's taking some hits i'm sure he's taking things similar dude was on the ground screaming and writhing in pain you could hear him on the broadcast that was not good i my hope is he was just scared you know that was it it was a scary moment um you know probably something definitely a lot worse Hopefully not a lot, a lot worse. We'll get more into Max a little bit later in the show where we have it a little bit more, um, you know, 
in line because I want to get into the uh, the being angry thing a little bit, but Ooh. I want to get into a few of the comments first because why not? Uh, Craig Osterberg, always going to be a good comment right here. Rant, Rob Manfred is the worst leader in sports, and that was just a damn accurate comment. Well, look, there's a lot of uh, – com- we've talked about this a number of times. There's mm-hmm. a lot of commissioners that I would rather have. I mean, he might be the worst professional sports commissioner, like, in a long time. Yeah. I'm not even saying just the current. In a long time, <laughs> he's probably one of the worst. And I just don't know, know any other way to say that. You want Roger Goodell as a commissioner? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Over him right yeah. now. You heard it here first, folks. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. Forks. Uh, I.E. Doyer in the stream saying Wainwright going to choke, so we have our first positive. Oh, that's a positive? Yeah. Yeah, going to choke. <laughs> I mean, it would be great. I would really enjoy that, for sure. Do you think they uh, they gave him that one-year extension early so it wouldn't look bad after he loses a wild card I game? I think so, yeah. It's yeah. Like, eh, there's really a lot. I think there is a little bit to that. I think there's a little bit to, uh, obviously, legacy contracts and all that. Wayno's just been around for, it seems like, ever and ever. Corey Trench on YouTube says, Our latest games have been comebacks. We don't give up. And that has been a stark difference for the Dodgers from early in the season to the second half of the season and especially in the last month month and a half or so the comeback uh, ability of this team has just rapidly shifted and we knew it was in there that's what you expect from a team like the Dodgers that was built as well as they were and that's the thing that is really frustrated uh, frustrating as we look at this which I call the opportunity to be negative. I want to be negative for a little bit because we shouldn't be in the situation. And I'm happy to be in the postseason no matter what. I really like don't care if we end up, in, as long as we get through the wild card, that's fine. I don't care all that much about being the wild card over being the division. Sure, it'd be nice to say nine in a row, whatever. It's just as nice to say 14 of 15 down the road. Right. Who cares? The Giants earned it. By being consistent all season long and just really selling their soul to the devil. That's what it is. There's, there's, that's devil magic along with a, a bit of Farhan uh, magic and all of that. But the I, And I don't subscribe so much to the Pythagorean win-loss. Subscribe. Whatever. <laughs> subscribe. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that all that much. But the, the numbers say, and I think the, the, that is, I'm not going to say the word again because it's one of those ones where you have to kind of like enunciate it. I know the word. I do good words. I do the best words. A lot of people tell me. But um, I think it goes off of your run differential, right? Sure. Off of the run differential? Yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Sources confirmed. <laughs> Dodgers, uh, it says they should have won 109 games. They should have won 109 and 53, which uh, sources say would have easily got them the division. And um, I can think of one Darren Ruff check swing. So that one was one... I didn't think about it until that was the same game where uh, Sheldon Noisy didn't stretch out. Oh God! I, I think that was the same game. Maybe yeah, that's why I, that I tried to game. forget about the Sheldon Noisy experience. Oh, dude, that was such a bad play. <laughs> it was such a bad play. But was that was that one of the games that uh, Kenley blew at Dodger Stadium? Then, mm-hmm. okay, all right, we so won that, that game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, didn't the, he blow the, the Darren Ruff, saves? Yeah, the Darren Ruff yeah. check swing was an absolute win if that if that had been called, and that's the tough part. And, and that was look the at, second game. You can look at so many different games and say that, and you can look at the Giants games and probably say a lot of the same things about them that happened. So you you know it's hard to pin that kind of thing on yeah. one particular game, but 
should have won 109 games. It kind of feels like that, doesn't it? I mean, you look at what we did throughout oh, the season, have, how many 10. games how many games we came up with one run short, how many games we just barely missed out on one call or made a bad decision or put in the wrong guy in the wrong spot. It feels like a lot of the times we should have won a lot more games than we did. That's not to complain. We won 106 games. Yeah. That's a Every team, every season is going to have games left on the table. Yeah. One decision, one whatever different. Uh, the Dodgers, of course, dealt with a lot of injuries. The fact that they even made it that this far is pretty damn impressive. But you look back at, at some different different moves, different lineups. Um, it really, to me, it feels like, and this is on the low side, it feels like there was maybe 10 wins left on the table. And probably more. There's a strong likelihood, if you really dissected it all, there could be more. To me, it feels like there was a solid 10 left out. This could have been, should have probably been the most winningest team ever in the history of all things and all the other places too. You think back to that 5-15 and 15 stretch where I get what happened, you know, you lose dust in May, everything right. kind of crumbles apart, but in that 5-15 and 15 stretch, the I don't know the right word for this. Like the not the inability, but the unwillingness to to change something, to adapt. And this gets back to us, me. I'll, I'll throw it on me. Looking at like the Matt Beatty stuff. At that point, Matthew Thomas Beatty was riding a hot bat, and I don't care. I okay, I do care about defense, and I understand <laughs> defense wins championships and all that kind of blah blah blah. They shove down your throat, but. You also need to score more points than the other team to win these ball games. And at that point, Cody was not hitting. We talk a lot about Cody, but you know, also at that point, you know who was getting a lot of playing time was Edwin Rios. Oh, 67, 080 batting average Eddie Rios, who obviously Eddie wasn't Rios something was right. <laughs> it was not something right with him. Matt Beatty had a seven RBI game and sat the next day. We liked him in that spot. <laughs> you get him in there. I'm not saying he's the, he's the difference maker. I'm not saying he goes out and wins you another 45 games in a, f- a 5 and 15 stretch. He might have helped you contribute to one or two wins and you know what? We one or two those. wins. We needed those one or two wins. Gets you the division. And that's where I always struggle with the whole idea of, I mean I struggle with a lot of things, look at me. But I struggle with the idea of, oh, it's still early because games mean as much the wins and losses mean as much in April as they do in September and on October 3rd. They mean as much. Um, more things complain about the Kenley Blown saves versus San Francisco. Worst possible time for him to be the worst possible version of himself. To offer a follow-up to that, though, Kenley uh-huh. was very freaking good this year. Oh, he's fantastic. He was really good this year. People want to uh, pile on him and say If he would have done it against the Padres instead of the Giants. Yeah, but I mean, look, you're still losing games versus winning games. I understand it's against the Giants. It's a two-game swing, it, though. It that, is a two-game swing yeah. for him. I understand that. But also, you know, he, he nutted up on times when we really oh, needed yeah. him to. Absolutely. There were times where I was like, there's no way he's going to get out of this alive and just like strike out, strike out, strike yeah. out. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, very you, much appreciated. You put that. his same exact season on paper. I'll take it. I'll take all of it, all the blown saves. If I can, am able to rewrite the one thing, I would have him blow those saves against other teams. Good job re- rewriting that. Uh, another thing, the Talkman robbery. Uh, you remember that was the game when Austin Barnes hit the ninth inning game tying. And then, I was at that game, by the way. And then Albert had it. Oh. That, By the way, I think I only went to two losses this whole year, which is expensive. I rewrote the uh, the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. If you would have just gone to one more, and we should have, we should have won that game. You know that one, the one Giants game that we went to together because we have a bad record together. I we think. do, yeah. yeah we yeah. had, yep, 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 yep. I think we went like one and three in games together. And one was year. the DN game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
And that doesn't count because you were mostly, you know, you weren't even there. You were drunk. That doesn't yeah. count. The spirit of me was there. <laughs> no, the physical form of you was there. The spirit, the spirit was, was The spirit was with the spirits. <laughs> the spirit in the sky. Anyways, um, yeah, so... And again, the Doug or the Doug, the Doug, the, the Dave Doug. thing, just the questionable lineups. You know, we had in September or I think it's September. Yeah, what's September? Uh, friend of the show, um, Frank Lopez. He he posted about it. You know, you, you got uh, he said 106 wins is great, but uh, you you lose a division by one game and you're starting on September 9th. The Dodgers started a lineup that sure started out well enough at the top. Mookie at second, by the way. Mookie Muncie, Trey Turner, uh, Justin Turner, and then you went. to... Cody Bellinger, Steven Souza, <laughs> Billy McKinney, Austin Barnes, and pitcher spot. We we raised hell about that game. That was an upsetting game. <laughs> I was like, you're batting five catchers in a row or five pitchers in a that, row. What that, are we game doing? Was, that game was, was so bad that uh and that lineup was so bad. And this is gonna, I think, wrap up us being negative because there's a lot to be positive about. There's a lot to look forward about uh forward to. But um Usually the media is pretty fair with Dave. Dave was outright asked, like, how did you expect to win with that lineup? Dave Roberts was asked that by a, a regular member of the media and by a friend of this show. He was asked, how did you didn't like honestly expect to win, right? That's how bad of a lineup. Everybody in the world knew, but not the right guy that, that needed to know in the room. So those are the main things to complain about. All all told phenomenal season you win 106 games uh tied for the most in franchise history you can't really be that mad at it at the end of the season i can be mad at anything i want to be mad at proud of you dear all right see let's find uh maybe a comment or two deborah young saying that was the worst lineup ever uh i would be hard pressed to find a worse lineup that didn't feature jason repko and jason grabowski and jason phillips and jason worth in the same lineup oh uh, Caesar's going to be at the game on Wednesday. Uh, that's awesome. Let's be loud. Be very loud. And Caesar, you be loud. Throw things at um, uh, friend Ball Girl Alley. Yeah. No, yeah. Don't do that. She's, don't do that. she's, she's a very nice she's, lady. She's a very nice lady. Yeah. Uh, uh, I.E. Doyer says, all I know is this is not the same team the cards saw earlier. This is the team that matches the talent on paper. A lot of teams a lot of uh, teams facing the Dodgers this year, yeah, they didn't, they didn't play the team that they like, were <laughs> the, the right you know the, the proper team as it were they still haven't really because we haven't had the real cody bellinger although i at this point in time i don't really know who the real cody bellinger is but if you anyway. could please stand up i would appreciate oh. that logan jones says it's been a while since i saw a live show brooke looks like alex vesia you know what man i'm tired of everyone stealing my looks and then i look like them i had the mustache before him you know yeah well definitely before him before him so i was uh, i was at an establishment Joe kelly i don't know about that i definitely stole his hair i was at an establishment when Oops. uh when clayton died mm-hmm. which is really awful because you know you're around friends and all of a sudden your heart just breaks i can't cry in public <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i heard some idiots <clears throat> watching the game and they're like Hey, that guy looks like Super Mario, and I wanted to be like, um, actually, he did that for a Halloween costume. Uh, but then I was you like, oh wait, I was like, I don't care about these humans, even in the slightest. Yeah. And then I continued on with my life. It's like when you're at a game 
and you're sitting there and, oh, you, yeah, and yeah. you know anything about baseball and you hear somebody behind you say something stupid that doesn't make any sense about baseball and you're just like, oh, don't, 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 don't do it. Just yeah. let it go. Just let it go. Like, oh, did you know Fernando Tatis used to be on the Dodgers? And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you heard that one, huh? No, someone on Twitter had said that. Oh, and so he's right. Oof. Fernando Tatis did used to be on the Dodgers. Wrong one. Wrong one. He used to own the Dodgers also. He did, yeah. <laughs> At least for one fair night. All right, series preview. And the series preview, I guess we've kind of already done it. The series preview is really more of, um, let's look at where we're at. And where we're at is uh, Muncie. Let's really get in uh, to the Muncie stuff here. Um, I open this with the last podcast we did. I said, I'm hoping, and I think Craig Council and the Brewers are people of integrity. And I think they will play the games fully and fairly um, for the sake of what was on the line for playoff hopes for other teams. Apparently not a man of integrity and not a team of integrity. (laughs) How up in arms were you, uh, if at all, with the Corbin Burns pull to save his uh, ZRA title? Uh, Didn't like that. It's pretty whack. It was more of a thing where it was like, you know, if you're pulling him for the sake of like playoffs and things like that, and if you want to frame it as that, that's fine. But we all know what's happening here. And I get it. I hope Corbin really doesn't get this Cy Young just because of that in particular. I mean, yeah. it should be Max's. It absolutely should be Max's. But you know, know Corbin will probably at, still somehow end up with it. But. Look at Walker's numbers. Walker's numbers still indicate that he's Number right up there with those top in the top three. He yeah. should be. He absolutely yeah. should be. I mean, I think he's two. He uh, should I, be. I, honestly, I might give it to him over Max, but I think Max is the more sexy name. Julio, Julio should probably be third. Yeah, he'd be, I he'd, think the Dodgers yeah. rotation is better than Burns. Sir Corbin Burns barely now, barely leads the National League in ERA. Way down in wins, way down in, in basically all of the counting stats. Corbin Burns is not there. Should you know, he could have gotten a few more be. innings if he stayed and pitched longer in that game. He should not be the Cy Young, personally. I think it should come down to Walker or Max. And I think that Walker's getting a little discounted because of uh, his recency. And even Max, even a little bit because of his recency. But that doesn't. it's the entire body of work. It's not like what happened in the last two, three games or anything like that. But uh, I expected a man of Craig Council's integrity to fully complete the game as expected with the full yeah. competition and he did not do that but also Craig Council's a little bitch so you know what do I know speaking of little bitches Jace Jace Peterson what up so I've seen some people argue whether or not it was a dirty play I wouldn't call it exactly a dirty play but I would not call it a clean play uh, you get some kid doing his best to try to buy a hit I'm sure it was going to be a bang bang play he ran way inside the line out and it was in it was egregious enough for it to be an out call and if we're doing the mm. wild speculation game here i think uh i think muncie at at minimum tore his ucl so tommy john is probably on the table and this is me i'm not a doctor i just play one on the internet <laughs> i am webmd it's cancer that's what it is everybody has a uh, cancer you get a headache yeah yeah, yeah boom I do but that. i don't know how did you feel about the play uh, just the way it developed, I think I don't think the intention was there for him to obviously take Max out. I think the intention was to block out the ball, block out the path from the catcher to first base, and it ended up really bad. I will also say I think that Max has a problem with that play in particular. 
Mm-hmm. And he's shown that he's had the problem with that play where he's blocked by the runner and a throw from the catching area, give or take. He's th- he's shown problems with that all year. I think he that's something that he needs to work on. Um, I didn't necessarily I think thought. it was a dirty play. I thought that it was a bad time for it to happen. And I think this late in the season, you kind of have to have those thoughts in mind. Not necessarily that Max should have been like, let the ball go by or anything mm-hmm. like that. But you do have to have those thoughts in the back of your mind. Same with Jace Peterson. You got to have those thoughts in your head. Like, hey, playoffs start this week. Like, this there's play. no reason for me to force a collision or anything like that where somebody's going to get hurt. This, so, yeah, this base hit doesn't matter. It absolutely yeah. does not matter. It certainly didn't matter for the Brewers whatsoever in that situation. So, you know, it's tough to say. But Will did throw it inside the baseline. It was definitely back towards the opposite side of the base, which is not where you want it to be. Granted, he had to run out, wheel around, and fire. Adding to the fact that, you know, Walker probably should have got there, but it is what it is. Not going to be upset about it. I am upset that Max is hurt, and that sucks, and I hope the best for him. Did I think it was a dirty play? No. But you can think whatever you want. I'm do not going to argue with you. Do you think it's, uh, Do you think he uh, plays in the postseason if we make it past this wild card round? I think regardless of the severity of the injury, whether it's very severe or not, the fact that it's his left arm, the fact that he can hit still, probably, depending on what it is, obviously. Um, I think he still plays. I think he doesn't play the division series or anything like that. I think he, best case scenario, shows up the championship series. I think there's a chance that if they go to the World Series, that's his first appearance. Yeah, There's a, there's a lot of ifs and buts and a lot of things that could happen, but you're looking at the bench and who they have. I don't know. I think you kind of have to you know we talked about it before it's like do you go with an injured max muncie who's not playing at 100 percent at first base or do you go with a full health cody bellinger at first base and that's kind of what it's kind of coming down to it seems like i know we have a lot of different opinions on from everybody else on what it should be because nobody wants matt Beatty in the lineup for some reason but Uh i think that they still end up going with max if he is available to actually play because there's a chance he's not something's broken which from the look of that, it looks like it would be hard pressed for something to be broken unless it was like, you know, the top of the arm, but the way he was holding it, it seems like it was something more more low. But you know, they, they had no idea. They had they, they would also have no X rays immediately. Yeah. X rays are and the, yeah, the X rays yeah. would be would should be fairly conclusive pretty quick, but but if it's like super inflamed in there or whatever. Again, I said it earlier. I'm hoping it's uh, and and Jose Rod is, is kind of backing it up right here with this comment. I, I'm hoping it's something where he was more scared in the moment. Uh, Jose Rod says, uh, at best, it's a hyperextended elbow. Inflammation, soreness is going to be there at worst. He's out entirely, and it's a good chance. Um, all right, so I didn't read the second half, which was less positive. Yeah, you, you got to be reasonable on both sides. I think he does play, because I think he finds a way to at least be... Because you know, if he can swing, he can play. Like you said, it's not his dominant arm. Um you know, even if you know he might get some twinges, he might get some full extension on a, you know, whatever the hell, um, on a, on a swing, on an outside pitch or whatever, it might twinge, it might be really painful. But if he can still get a bat to a ball, I think he really could figure out a way to stay in the lineup. You know who can't though? Clayton Kershaw, because mm. uh, well, Kershaw, in all li- all likelihood. I, first thing I I said when I saw it is like he blew out his elbow. Something something gave, which was our biggest fear. As soon as the forearm stuff happening, because the forearm is usually a precursor to an elbow injury, and around that time, you know you're 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 taking away the sticky stuff. They're talking about needing to grip the ball more, and he was somebody who, not, while not being a sticky stuff guy, he's an old school pitcher. 
that used you know sun uh, sunscreen and, and rosin all of his career. Uh, again, you look at his hat; it's been real clean since that crackdown. But that was something that was never uh, a, a problem in baseball. It didn't have the ludicrous change in spin rate on these pitches. What did was the spider tech, and he was never a spider tech guy. Um, but yeah, man, that that really uh, souked the big tuna. The last time something souked the big tuna, well, it's happened quite often. But it's when uh, Kershaw couldn't start Game One of 2020 because of a back. I know you are doing probably a big cry. Yeah, it's real big sad about it. That's, uh, um, that's your hero, right? Yeah, I think you look at it and you have a poster of him next to a poster of your mom. I'm assuming. Yeah, Zach, exactly. And Zach Mantelbaum. And Zach Mantelbaum. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did have a poster of uh, Clayton Kershaw when I was in high school. So that's a weird thing to you know. There's not that big of an age difference when I look at it, and so I'm like, that's a little weird that I had. I was like 16 and had like a 21 year old Clayton Kershaw up on the wall or yeah, whatever. It's a little it was. creepy. A little creepy. That's my guy, though. I mean, that's been my uh, my hero. Uh-huh. Um, so watching him go down was really tough. There was a lot of parts about him leaving the field that were just incredibly difficult to watch. Like yeah. every single part of it, he, you know, a lot was made about him carrying mm-hmm. the ball off the field, and he was like, "I have no, I didn't mean to do that. It was just kind of me leaving the field in the moment." He's like, "I didn't really think anything of it, so I don't necessarily think there was anything to that." But the head down, uh, not looking up, and then getting to the edge of the dugout, and then looking up, just up mm-hmm. at the crowd, and then going back, and that killed me, man. That took uh, that took my heart, and that crushed it into a million pieces. Uh, it was tough. Like, I didn't even tweet about it until like later that night because I was just like, I, I don't even know what to do. Couldn't yeah. watch the game. It ended up being a great game, by the way, but it was <laughs> great game. One of those things where you were just checked out for like four or five innings, where you're just like, "What now? Like, what what do we do?" Because immediately your first thought is the same thing, where it's like, "What if that's it? What if that was it for him?" You know, if 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 worst case scenario, this dude has to have Tommy John surgery, which all signs and indications are that he probably will. A year off, eighteen months off, whatever it might end up being for him at his age, does he do that? Does he want to do that? I don't think he has that desire in him to do yeah. that because it it has seemed. Mm-hmm. Based on everything that we've heard from him and the way he's approached contract talks and things like that, it does seem where he's like, I don't have to play. Yeah. You know, I don't have to play anymore. I did what I did. I handed off the torch to the next generation. Um, I'm here to play now, and I will play now. But it didn't seem to me like he was like, I'm going to play until I'm 43. I'm going to play until no. I'm, you know, he's, I don't think he's that guy. I think he wants to watch his kids grow up. I think he wants to be there for them and take them to school and be that guy. And I think it was uh, Jorge Castillo that he did that piece with where, yeah. of the LA Times where he came no, and visited him and just talked about him. Like, hey, what's life like? And he's like, there's more to life in baseball. And yeah. that was the first time where we heard that from Clayton Kershaw. And that was the first time where I was like, he could retire early. He could he could pull a Sandy, like really could pull a Sandy and be like, I'm done. I absolutely am done. And he, that would be tough. He had the the kind of different tone when baseball was shut down during the, the first and second and however many waves of COVID before baseball came back in 2020, where you know they were popping into his house for the, the interviews. And he was like, it's made, made me realize I, I really missed the game. But then, you know, he comes out of it. He goes and pitches. He stays for the most part healthy. He finally wins that World Series. I can see him being like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to be dad now. On the flip side of that, let's play both sides of it just for a second. There is a tendency, not necessarily a tendency, there is the occasional upswing after a Tommy John surgery. It's not necessarily happened, doesn't happen very often later in your career. It happens more often probably earlier in your career. Mm -hmm. Sometimes guys with a healthier elbow that have been pitching maybe on a bulky elbow for the last three, four, five, six years or whatever it might be. Sometimes they need it and they come back throwing harder. They come back throwing, looking sharper and it could be a situation like that. It could not be a situation like that, but I can tell you at that age, having to go through that rehab process, not great. 
not great for him. I'm sure it's not fun for him. I'm sure he doesn't want to put his family through that. That's another thing, a big, yeah. a big part of that too. Um, I think that regardless, he will either be a Dodger or he will retire. Then those are the options. I don't think that there's anything else beyond that. The Dodgers will absolutely all offer him any sort of legacy contract mm-hmm. if he wants to continue playing. Again, I hope it's not a Tommy John surgery. I hope it's nothing serious. I really hope that. I don't think that's the case. Something but. serious enough for him to walk off the field, still clinching the ball, which does have some sort of meaning, even though it wasn't uh, as big as people wanted to blow it up. Him, you know, Doc walking off the field with him as much as he could while still doing his job, everybody coming up to him, him sitting on the bench, you know, in his uniform for that long, him doing the post game interview hours after he comes out of the game in his uniform. A lot of that tells me, I mean, one, it's still the shock. You didn't want, you don't want that to happen. He, like he said, he wants to be part of this team. Um, but I, I don't think, I don't think he's done. Uh, and I think, you know, nobody else is going to want him for sure. Uh, then nobody's going to sign that, that guy to, you know, the Garrett, um, Garrett Richards deal mm. where he's still coming off of Tommy John. So you give him like two years or whatever the hell it is. Or the, the who's that number four starter? Uh, Mike Clevenger. Uh, deal. It'll be the Dodgers, but um, I don't think he's done. I do think he's getting Tommy John. Um, the the somebody brought up the point. I was going to get there. Justin Verlander had the surgery at twenty at thirty seven. On the other hand, Verlander is one of those guys who's always said, "I'll I'll play till they take the the glove off my right. hand and the cleats off." Also, my hand. Right, he's one of those guys that's like, I'm gonna die playing, or you know, someone's gonna have to take me out of the stadium, or things like that. Clayton's not necessarily that guy. He's become a lot more family oriented over the past couple of years. I mean, players even talk about it. Like he's more relaxed. He's not yeah. necessarily as in, insane or intense as he used to be in mm-hmm. the clubhouse, and that was good. Um, but I, you know, so we have could go either we, way. Yeah, we have no, we have no solid concrete evidence on anything here. So uh, bet the house on uh, red and black. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home as we look past the the sadness of losing somebody of the ilk and you know the meaning the legacy of Clayton Kershaw. We do look at uh, you know what his loss means for the Dodgers in the postseason, and while it's absolutely a lot, if you have a fully healthy Clayton Kershaw, you know what he can do. Uh, you saw what even a you know thirty two, thirty three year old version did, thirty two year old version did in twenty twenty uh, when he set up the right way. The biggest thing that he was going to give the Dodgers was, or give Dave Roberts was the optionality. Like right. they like to call it, they give you that opportunity to throw Max Scherzer in Game One or in, in the Wild Card, and possibly have Julio come out of the bullpen, like uh, our boy Tim Rogers, SD Dodger Tim, suggested on on Twitter today, where the Dodgers have the best closer in baseball, just ready to go with right. with Julio Urias, and then you know if you needed to, if there was a Game One sixty three, you could have pushed back um, Walker. To have him start that game, and then Kershaw could have started Game One of the NLDS. So that's the little thing that that, that really does change is you don't have that guy. But at the same time, there was a solid stretch of time where we didn't even expect to have Clayton Kershaw back, and they didn't have Clayton Kershaw healthy and in the rotation. <laughs> they didn't have a few people healthy and in the rotation for a hot minute, 
and they the Dodgers did very well. The Dodgers uh, survived through many a frustrating bullpen game and came out very much on top of most of those, um, which for me uh, it does give me hope because you got some other dudes who can step up. I mean. You know, you can almost ask yourself at some point, is like, hey, should, would you take a, an Andre Jackson over a Clayton Kershaw or whatever? And the answer is no. But no, no, no. The kid's got some pretty good stuff at different times. I mean, hell, he even survived uh, the end of Sunday's game with that awful defense he had in the outfield. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of just all around bad defense everywhere. That's why I like it. That's why I kind of like those games where, you know, it doesn't end up mattering. It, it uh-huh. turns into a weird, like, scrimmage between two big league teams with fans watching. Mm hmm. A lot of fun. So Very strange. It's not going to be as big as a blow as it seems on paper. The biggest thing is just it's a kick in the it's a kick in the heart, which I hear is not very good for your heart. But um, the one you you have a really hard time recovering from going back, Max Muncie. That is a dude. Even though he wasn't doing all that hot, he was starting to heat back up. Which is good. Mm. Speaking of heating up, it's getting a little warm in here again, as it always does. Turn on the lights, you turn on the beer, and then, uh, you know, we get a little we in the royal sense. Get a little we. warmer. But the Max uh, the Max Muncy-led Dodgers need to replace Max at first, ba- uh, first base for at least a game, but probably a postseason. Um, <sighs> seen a lot of Bellinger. Seen a lot of people saying belly. Uh, tell me, tell me. I don't know how you feel about Cody Bellinger. Let me, uh, let me. How you feel about Cody Bellinger at first base? And I would assume this would be under the assumption that Gavin Lux is in center field. Not right though. Definitely not right field. My God. Hey, remember when Gavin Lux uh, used to not block? Just don't like put me. <laughs> I yelled at him to unblock me. Really? Yeah. At a boy. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> coward. Um, look, it should be Matt Beatty. Starting at first base. At least let's talk about the wild card game. Let's just yes. let's just let's just keep it small. Keep it there. Keep it simple. It should be Matt Beatty at first base. He can't do much damage at first base defensively. He's not bad at first base defensively. He is bad in the outfield. I'll admit to you that. He is very bad in the outfield. He needs work there. He will get work there. I think uh spring training next year he's gonna see a ton of time in the outfield if he hasn't been traded already. I hope he gets traded. I, I hope sake. he gets traded. The man needs to play. My God. Oh um number one, he's on a tear. Number two, he's always a good hitter. He can roll out of bed and hit at any point. Number three, your next best option is a guy who has the best thing about him is that he's gotten a haircut, and that's that's an issue. That is a huge issue. I think that if you're going to talk about the option between Cody Bellinger and Matt Beatty playing first base in a game against Adam Wainwright, a guy who throws hella curveballs, it's an easy choice. It's not even – there's zero question about it. I mean, Cody cannot hit a fastball, let alone a curveball. <laughs> there's no way that you're going to have him in the – the best thing about Matt, he's going to put bat to ball. He's going to put it in play for you. He's going to make things happen, and that's what he's done the entire time that he's been here. Literally the entire time that he's been a Dodger, that's what he's done. Also hitting a 1,000 in October. You know, it's only, only two games in October, but the man rolled out of bed and got three hits on Sunday. Uh, Literally. Tom, Tommy John Evans says Beatty don't hit lefties. He got a homer Absolutely off. hits lefties. Got a homer, and he always has throughout his minor league career. He just, they didn't, they've never given him an opportunity. They're also, also he's facing a righty on Wednesday. So yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. He's facing that. a righty that throws 88 to 91. That's his bread and butter right there. I who mean, has I, a curveball. I, I, I will predict that if they do, they, they I don't think they will. But if they do go with Matt at first it's gonna base be on Albert. Wednesday. Dude, there's no way. It there's can gonna be, be Albert. There's no way it can be Albert Pujols. There's because no way. Is there a more Dave Roberts move than starting Albert Pujols at first in an elimination game against his former team? 
if we do that, we deserve to lose that game. Absolutely, I, we I deserve to lose that, that game. I, I I love Albert, and I want the best for him. I think that his role is best reserved to left-handed pinch hitting opportunities. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe left-handed starts. You never know uh, how things are going to play out throughout the court, especially with Max out. I think that makes that choice a little bit easier. But if you're going to start that dude against Wayno on Wednesday, I think that's just such a bad call. I, I I can't agree with that at all. Like given the talent that you have available to you, it's not like it's a you know middle of summer. We don't have anybody, no. so it's like Albert, please start every game for yes. us because we have freaking nobody right now. Everybody's hurt. <laughs> um, it's not that case. We have the talent. We have guys who can play. I would go Albert, Cody, Beatty in terms of least important at first base to most important. <laughs> with that being said. I do not think they go with Matt Beatty on Wednesday, no. and I think that's a terrible decision. It, it it will it will it might not cost them the game, but um, it's the wrong call to not go with Matt Beatty. He is the best pure hitter available for the position, and first base is the one position on the field by defensive metrics where Matt Beatty adds value. He's plus one defensive run saved in a short oh. amount of time playing first base. I saw somebody talking about digs, uh, you know, his digs earlier in, in the chat right now. We don't know. Uh, Matt Beatty, for the most part, has proven to be able to read a dig on a throw. Um, you know, we've seen him. They plugged him, you know, even third base yesterday. Not a, not a third baseman. He, he played it in college. He did. But when you don't get any defensive opportunities in a major league season for weeks and weeks at a time, you're not going to be good anywhere. <laughs> However, he knows how to catch a throw because he, you know, warms up before each game. Mm. The only thing, the only thing I would worry about with Matt Beatty at first base is how Justin Turner likes to do that short hop throw to first, and him and Muncie had uh, that on lock. Yeah. That's the only thing. So it would, he would need they would need to have that conversation beforehand. I can't wait to have a young star. But on but even <laughs> one of the biggest reasons why the Angels DFA'd Pujols was that he was uh, basically unplayable at first for them. Right. They put in a lot of work. Dino, uh, mainly Dino, put in a lot of work with him at first base um, since he came to the Dodgers now. And he's, you know, you see him laying out, you see him stretching, you see him finding the angles to get these digs. Um, Plus, you know, the Dodgers have arms that know how to play that short hop in the case of Justin Turner, but they also have people, I mean, as much crap as people like uh, Brooke Me 3 on that Blue Haven show like to give Corey Seager crap for having a bad arm. Um, Dude hits chest. Like uh, eight times he, out of ten. He is also, I would really, so no one's done the breakdown on it yet. I would love to see the defensive metric, like deep analytical breakdown since Trey Turner got onto this team. Because something kicked his ass into high gear. Corey, something kicked that dude into high gear since no. Trey turned up. His arm looks better. It looks stronger. He hits people in the chest more often. Uh, uh, I think that's just, that's wishful thinking no, on your no, part. No, 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 that was so. you looking for things to nitpick. I so you could be like Trey Turner. Trey Turner Corey should has be a weak the, arm. Trey Turner should be. Yeah, well, Corey has a weak arm. He never. He gets. He. Corey's got a, a weak arm. <laughs> he's yes. got a weak arm at the position. No, he where you doesn't ever have arm. to try to like gun it because he only has his bubble. He only has his little circle that he can he get has to. No range. Either, his circle of range. Zero range. But he gets by on incredible defensive positioning. Julian over on YouTube says Matt Bade, he's going to be the bald mamba this October. Bald mamba. Let's and I am go. so excited. Make the shirt. So excited for that t-shirt. Hey, Erod, make the shirt. I'll get it I ready wear that. for when he 
just starts teeing off. Watch him not even make the playoff roster, dude. That's just my luck. Just bullshit. Like I will. That. I will. I will ban Dave Roberts from the chat. Yeah, I mean he's not in here. But uh, anyway, see, I Doyer agrees with me. He says, "Yeah, Trey Turner kicked him in high gear." It's gonna be Albert though. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be Bellinger. If it's our dude, I'm not even going uh, to say anything. I just like uh, you know, I like the uh, the left on right matchup. Hey, Dave, um, Matt Beatty's left handed. Oh, like, you know, he's just a good pitch hitter. He's a really good pinch hitter. He's, Dave, he's, he's you, not. He's not. You a looked good at his hitter. stats. <laughs> you look. Beatty's hitting. I think now. He's no. Beatty's hitting two ninety as a on starter. Yeah, as a uh, starter. on the year as a starter and like under. Well, now. As you know, off the bench, like over 200 because he had a three hit day yesterday. <laughs> One of the hits, of course, being pretty questionable. Mm. <sighs> All right. Uh, comments or our final segment here? Final segment. All right. Well, There's a lot of Matt Beatty is going to kill it. And I'm really excited about that. Thank you guys for being aboard. Somebody called us the Matt Beatty podcast, and that's, you know, that's not wrong. We like people who treat us well. And I don't even think it's one of those things. You know, I've, I've gotten a lot of crap. From one friend, particularly in particular, about you know, I don't think we've ever argued that Beatty would be the answer that he would just put this team no. on his back. No, absolutely not. He's not the best player in baseball. He's not some sort of deity. But you know what he is? He's a quality F in major league hitter. A deity. <laughs> that could put the bat on the ball and make things happen at a time when the team was not making things happen. You change something. You just do it. Like we've said, you know, like I've said, you know, you you put on that rally thong or whatever it is, or, you know, you wear a banana suit. God, dude. <laughs> you do something different. You do something stupid. Or you do something smart, and you play Matt Beatty for a game, and you, you know, let him knock in five or six runs. It's that simple. But he's not going to be the difference maker. He's not going to be a, an over game changer. But you know what? He was. He's going to be better than what you're getting out of Cody for most of the season. That's for damn sure. And maybe Cody will figure it out next year. <laughs> oh, Kike's doing that thing where he sucks at the end of the year again. <laughs> oh, that boy Keeks. <laughs> he's real good at that. He's uh, sitting like under 200. It's all right. He's uh, he's already blocked me, so we're good. I don't got to worry care. about him. I don't care about him. Don't worry about him. block me. Block me. Um. Daddy? Block me three. <laughs> Block me three. All right, <laughs> finally. Daddy. I think we've been, you know, we've been an e, uh, equal, equal amount of evil, uh, positive today. Uh, Have we been positive today? I don't know. I mean, we tried to be positive at one point, but this is a specific positive segment that I believe even Gail would be proud of. Mm. Our positive correspondent, Gail Johnson. North of the border. 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 Um, reason to be positive. How do we want to do this? You want to just go back and forth? You want me to read them all? How do you, okay, go ahead. You just do all of them. <clears throat> well, let me crack my neck. That makes it better. Reasons to be positive. The Dodgers were the best team in baseball in the second half. They are playing. This is the second one. They are playing at Dodger Stadium. The wild card game will be at Dodger Stadium where LA went 58-23. and 23. At home, tops in Major League Baseball. They rattle off 15 straight wins at Dodger Stadium. They beat St. Louis four games to three in the regular season. After rattling off 17 wins in a row, the Cardinals have stumbled to a 2-3 and three record to end their season. Cardinals ace Adam Wainwright hasn't won a postseason game since 2013. That's a thing. The Dodgers have an angry Max Scherzer on the bump. Max Scherzer has three postseason, has a three-game postseason winning streak uh, on the table right now. He hasn't lost a game since 2017. Um, 
As we said at the start of the show, this is a team that has Trey Effen Turner and Corey Seeger. Sorry, Corey Pay Me Seeger on their roster. Look, this wild card thing just means we have to win twelve games instead of eleven. And we won thirteen last year. And a title. Just saying. Plus the runner on second rule is dead. And that's that's good enough. There was all your positive things. Do you feel more hopeful? I feel hopeful. I feel like if we can hold the Cardinals the three runs, then we win the game. Mm-hmm. And that seems very when you put it in that context, that seems very easy. That seems like a, not a cakewalk necessarily, but you're considering the talent that we have. We're starting with Max Scherzer in the game, even if Scherzer for some reason only goes six innings in that game, which I don't think that'll be the case. But if he only goes six innings in that game, still got a bunch of solid dudes that can come in behind him. We're not throwing in like Justin Brule in that game just to hope for the best. I mean, we're putting in our best relievers in that game. So I feel good about it. It's just a matter of the bats showing up. But they have shown up lately. Lately, they've shown up. They've shown up and shown out hard. Like I said, 45 runs in the last five games. They're, they're, they're coming back. They're doing all the things that they uh, were supposed to do. Um, really, the only fear I've had, that, and I don't really have it anymore, last week when we did this show, I said, you know, you, you worry about that stinker where Max comes out and gives up like three in the first or like three in the second. And you know what? He got that out of the way because he did that the start after I said that. Yeah. So, so his stinkers are out of the way. And I'm predictive. Walker had a great end of the year, so like maybe Max will have a really great end of the year now. This is we'll count this as the regular season still. Wild card's not real playoffs. It really shouldn't be, and they need to fix this. Uh, one of the uh, final things we'll talk about: uh, just opine on, or make fun of, or cry about. Joe West, country Joe West, is going to be the home plate umpire for that game. In um, will be one of his final games. You don't know. I don't know if they're going to put him in any of the other series. I'm assuming he'll get a World he'll Series. He'll get a World Series, yeah. But he's retiring, and uh, you know somebody posted the numbers. I forget who it was. Might have been um, that uh, Blake boy. It was. Yeah. The, the, both uh, Wainwright and uh, Scherzer have you know decent, decent. numbers. With Wainwright better. Wainwright much better, but also fewer innings, like 25 innings against 54 innings or something like that. Um, Doesn't necessarily mean anything. Not everything means something. <laughs> the important thing is it's not Angel Hernandez, because imagine Angel Hernandez making it about him does in he get, some way. Does he get a playoff because he sued them? I think so. Just they're like, hey, you guys are racist for not giving me a playoff. And they're like, well, you're bad at your job. Like, Do you want to watch your highlight reel on YouTube? Because <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> you get to have a highlight reel just out of that one uh, series with the Yankees where oh, you, missed, where you like, missed like six calls at, at first, first base. base. The easiest umpiring position, by the way. Just like, uh, <clears throat> out? <laughs> uh, he was blindfolded. <laughs> one of the final things, and I saw, I saw a comment. Well, CK Chin said, uh, "Adult Dodger can't update. You guys going? No, we're not. We're, we're if somebody going. wants to drop a ten thousand dollars super chat, we will be there. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I'll feel very guilty. But I will not feel guilty. <laughs> no, that has been shut down by the upper brass. Also, my shoulder is no good, anyways. So I wouldn't want to waste that. Right? Also, I'm, I'm thick. He's thick. Next year we'll have a goal. Thick I will get a healthy shoulder. He will get unthickened, and we'll raise ten thousand dollars, and we'll go to camp. We'll record it, and we'll you know." I don't even know if you're allowed to record it, honestly. Probably, <laughs> Probably not. not. Yeah. Um, sailed owners and stop acting poor, podcasters. Yeah, he's right. We got Modelo. Yeah, that's right. I went to the, the Modelo store earlier. Um, there was another one. Modelo didn't answer my DM. Cucks. There was one DM about us, guys. Uh, the, the, the TBS broadcast. There's another thing. There's going to be Shadows. There's going to be... Um, 
The Muncie injury a whole lot. Bellinger not being good. What else are they going to have? Because uh, Bellinger, of course, is going to be starting at first base. It's going to be hard to get into the stadium. But that's the big one. It's going to be very hard to get into the Dodger Stadium. And, um, you know, it's a postseason game. It's going to be even harder. Uh, we will note ahead of time now that if the Dodgers do advance, uh, after October 7th, there will be the new you know, COVID mandates and all that stuff at, at Dodger Stadium where everybody is required to show proof of uh, vaccination or have uh, a negative test in the previous 48 hours. And I don't know how anybody's going to get to their seat in time with that because right. Dodger Stadium parking, anybody's been there this year on, on a, you know, a low turnout game, like I don't know, only a 40,000, you know, fan night. The parking attendant security doesn't know what the hell they're doing then, let alone for you know, a 50,000, 55,000 plus crowd. And now for mixing in, oh yeah, I need to see your, your, you know, piece of paper or your phone. Oh God, it's going to be so bad. Confirming dates. So whenever you're going to do that. And all the idiots that are going to say HIPAA, which is not accurate because you are being asked directly about your medical information. Anyways, it's going to be a whole process, and it's yeah. going to be really hard to get in the stadium. So if you're going after October seventh game, it's not HIPAA. Please, for the love of God, get there early. Sit you got to get to the game, hang out there, enjoy the show, but definitely don't try to get there on time. You got to get to the that. game. Five, you're going to screw yourself early. Yeah, you're going to be in the fifth inning trying to get in the ball game. So good luck on that. One. I mean, I've been to a normal game, like very completely normal division series game, where I tried to get there an hour early, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I would highly recommend that you get there very early. Especially if you're going, I mean, even the wild card game is going to be insane to get into. I mean, I I went Thursday for the ring game. If you guys were at the giveaway, the ring giveaway game, holy shit! I don't know what they did. I don't know what was wrong with the Dodgers. I don't know what's wrong with security. I don't know what's wrong with the parking. There, it, it went real bad, real bad. People were running around the stadium trying to get in to a place that had rings where they're like, go down to center field. I heard there were boxes down there. People were sprinting down those steps and falling down the steps trying to get to those rings. And there's just no rings. They were out by like 530. And if you're one of those dudes who shows up and buys a ton of tickets and gets 25 rings in a bag and sells them during the games, I hope the worst for you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I hope the worst for you. I have a very long and unfulfilled life. Poor kids are like, I didn't get a ring, Dad. This uh-huh. is the only game I got to come to. And he's like, I'll give them one. I'm like, no, you won't. You're going to sell it to them, dick. <laughs> Oh God! I yelled at a guy. Was years ago. I was walking out with a box, a box of bobbleheads, and I was like, "Man, and those are all bobbleheads." He's like, "Yeah, I'm proud." And I was like, "Yeah, you're a piece of shit." And he's like, "Face just changes." And you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." It's like, man, yeah. I think he went home and talked to his therapist about it. Uh, Tony Gunslin Cat, by the way, is in the stream. Just joined us and said uh, he suddenly remembered, or they suddenly remembered the show is on uh, right now, and conveniently, or remembered the show. I guess we're that memorable. And it's conveniently on and asks, uh, is it almost over? And yes, we're about to wrap up right now. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, especially Tony Gonsolin's cat. Especially, to, shout out to Tony Gonsolin's cat. I don't know if you were blue or tigger, but we love you. And uh, it was nice seeing your fluffy persona on the, key, the, the cleats of uh, the cat man. Find us on the internet, though, DodgersNation.com. We'll be doing a bunch of internet-y, Dodger-y things, because that's what we do. That's how we uh, live. So if you want to make us survive, uh, click there. Read our stuff. Uh, and it, I mean, it makes us happy, but more so, um, you know, it feeds our families. <coughs> Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, everywhere your podcasts are available for free, especially the, the your favorite platform. That's where we live. Uh, wherever Joe Rogan is, that's where we're at, and we have better takes. Subscribe. 
to Blue Heaven on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. We're here. Doug's here. Eric Ulo's here with three up, three down. He put a new one over the weekend where he's talking about the Dodgers offense heating up at the right time, and he couldn't have been more accurate with that one. Good job, everybody. Go team. Guys, I'm at Brook Me 3. This is Real FRG. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Go check us out. We'll be there all postseason long. We're going to be doing this probably every game that there is a postseason game. Yeah. We will be alive technically, um, but our spirits will be crushed. Yeah. Be here. Be with us. Drink beer with us. Support us. Love us. Uh, shower us with affection. Uh, no golden showers, please. Thank you. This is real Good, gold. Goodbye. Bye. Silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 